we have on the line with us uh, Tim Jackson. He is the CEO over at the Colorado Automobile Dealers Association. Tim, I always have a hard time saying all those words together. <laughs> I know. It's really a long name, isn't it? Well, it is. But uh, you, you do really great work. And there's something that is astounding that's going on in Colorado. I know many people are aware of that. But let's just go ahead and set that up again if people are not aware of what has been happening regarding these executive orders from Governor Hickenlooper and Governor Polis, uh, which in essence is going to, I think, affect people's freedom to drive. So what happened? Well, it will affect people's freedom to drive and and especially their freedom to uh, buy the vehicle of choice that they need to drive. Um, It will place restrictions on... um, Well, what it will do is make those vehicles that Coloradoans typically like to buy and drive more expensive. And uh, as you said in the uh, intro on this, um, Colorado is a much different state than California. In California, the vehicle mix is close to 50-50, light-duty trucks versus passenger cars. In Colorado, it's 3-to-1 light-duty trucks versus passenger cars. And the light-duty trucks in, includes um, anything with an all-wheel drive platform because we like to go to the mountains. It includes pickups, vans, and SUVs or CUTs, um, what the industry calls trucks. Well, those vehicles tend to get less fuel economy than a passenger car. So the California standard would be much, and I will even say much, much, much harder to achieve in Colorado than it is in California. Well, and Tim, if I remember right, with these uh, executive orders, there's benchmarks, like a certain percentage of a fleet that a dealer might sell has to to bump up to a point where I think it's almost 10% uh, of the fleet needs to be an electric, an LEV, uh, so a low-emission vehicle, or a zero-emission zero vehicle. And... Um, and people may not want to buy those particular cars. And so then... Astoundingly, the dealer will be penalized, and of course, that cost goes back to the consumer, and so people will have to pay more for the vehicles they want uh, because um, dealers are not selling uh, vehicles that they don't want. Uh, you are right on that. And uh, um, the, the, the percentage is uh, 10% by the year 2025, and that's model year 2025, those will typically hit the road in 2024. So it seems like we're a long ways from that, Kim, but we're only five years away from that. And, and our, in Colorado, the penetration on those sales is only uh, now between 2 and 3%. So um, they're basically saying um, we've upped our standards, so up yours. And, and uh, that's <laughs> a, a terrible thing for uh, the Colorado governors to say to them, people of Colorado, but um, they're basically saying, we don't care if it costs you more to buy the SUV. If you're if you're driving an SUV, you should have to pay more. Well, and, you know, Tim, we've talked about it. It's not that, you know, you and I don't like electric cars. Now, what I don't like is the heavy subsidization of uh, electric vehicles, uh, because it, uh, I don't know where it is exactly right now, but it had been a total of $12,500. Uh, in tax credits, it was uh, let's see, what was it, seventy five hundred from the feds and five thousand from the state of Colorado, and so in essence, politicians and bureaucrats have, say, have said, if you buy this vehicle, then you're not going to have to pay as much 
in your income taxes, well, then that means that there's less revenue coming in uh, to the coffers. That has to be made up in different ways as well. So they did the carrot, and that didn't really work because you said that it's been around 2 to 3%. Now they're coming in with with uh, the club or the or the force on this. And this is really a question, I think, between freedom and force. Do people have the freedom to buy the vehicles they want, or is government going to force things onto them? Well, you're exactly right. And um, the, the carrot and the stick analogy is a, really a great way to put it, because um, already Colorado is incentivizing, so we've already got the carrot for people to buy the cars that um, the governors, the two governors in a row want Coloradans to buy. But if that's not working, then they have to bring out the stick. And um, the stick is more money. So you got the incentive to move to the EV, the 12500 It is still the same, by the way. Um, certain manufacturers are running out of their credits, so that may not be available now on certain cars. But for the most part, it's still 12000 500 on on most vehicles sold in Colorado that are in that EV category. Wow. Okay. So the next thing is what to do about it. There's a a couple of things. I, uh, First of all, you know, I, I have a whole bunch of different women's groups, and I think everybody would like to have a project, and I think that we need to start a project where we are making sure that we are informing our neighbors, writing letters to the editor, uh, because what I've seen is down at the state house right now, sometimes they don't really care what people have to say, although... Uh, the first thing to do will be to show up for this hearing. Now, it keeps getting postponed. Uh, is it going to be Thursday, or what do you think? Well, yeah, um, I'm glad you brought that up, and I was going to go to that next. So your timing is impeccable. <laughs> uh, it's actually moved again, and, and it has been postponed or moved around. But now it has been moved to Wednesday, so tomorrow, upon adjournment. Um, adjournment could happen as early as 9.30 a.m. tomorrow or it could be 10 or 10.30 a.m., but uh, we're telling our folks to, we're actually going to host a breakfast at 7.30 a.m. over at Sassafras on Colfax and encourage people to come in early and eat breakfast and then go over to the, um, then go over to the hearing. Uh, the hearing is in LSB building, the Legislative Services building. So Legislative Services building B, uh, the B is the meeting room number, so uh, LSB slash B, and that's um, at the corner of 14th and Sherman. And we'd invite anybody pro or con on this. Let's fill the room. Let's overfill the room. That's what we anticipate will happen. And let's have a discussion on why Colorado would want to cede air quality authority uh, to a governing body that's appointed by the California governor with no accountability or testing or methodology designed for Colorado. Never happened before, Kim. This is historic in that nature. Well, I tell you what, I think sometimes we're out California-ing, uh, California. Um, now, again, and I guess we should explain that Senator John Cook has proposed some legislation to push back on these executive orders. So that's what this hearing is about. Am I correct on that? Yes, that is correct. Uh, Senator John Cook has sponsored Senate Bill uh, 53, 053, and uh, that would uh, prevent Colorado from adopting the California standards. 
Okay, and the way that works for our listeners, it, it would be Senate Bill 19. So they always put the, the year there and then 53. So you can actually Google that. And I would encourage people to read that legislation. And then I had also found those um, executive orders. And so if people have time, they might take a look at that. I'll, I'll see if I can get those up on Facebook. 